Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, Seth Rollins' Raw Open Challenge turned into something of a bait-and-switch last night. We've got more on AEW's response to that CM Punk promo. We have an update on Rhea Ripley's lack of matches in WWE. And our final story is an injured star returning to WWE for the first time in the best part of a year. I'm Andy Murray. That's a microphone. Yes, I'm completely on my own this morning. But don't worry, we're going to get through this together. Just me and that wacky image of Seth in the background. Let's kick things off by talking about that man, because for last night's episode of Raw, he was advertised for an open challenge for his World Heavyweight Championship. It was one of the main things the show was marketed around, and it did not happen. Kind of bait and switchy stuff going on here, but, 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 I'm not burying it. We'll get to that in just a second. He came out to start the show, and it looked like we were going to get the open challenge. It looked like we were going to get some kind of title fight. Uh, we didn't get that. We got some kind of fight, but it wasn't a match. Uh, because Finn Balor just destroyed Seth the Chef on his way to the ring. Beat him up at ringside. Hit a couple of coups de gras. One off the, the ring steps. One off the announce table. He battered him all over the place. But it didn't stop there. A commercial break hit. We went backstage and Rollins was like, Ah, been beaten up and argh, Finn Balor. And he gets beaten up by him again. Uh, Balor says that he'd waited seven years for this. Of course, referencing uh, his last run as a world champion in WWE, the Universal Championship. You know, NXT kind of discounted from this conversation. When he captured the belt, got injured, you know, won it one night, gave it up the next night. Uh, it's a pretty neat narrative to run with across the board, I think. Uh, so there we go. Uh, the open challenge did not happen. Now... Why did WWE do this? Why did they advertise something and not deliver it? Because in my opinion, they're trying to generate drama. Well, it's not really my opinion. It was quite obvious from the show, really. But they're trying to generate a bit of drama for Seth's upcoming matches. Of course, he is due to go down to NXT to face Braun Breaker, putting the World Heavyweight title on the line tonight. So, by running a kind of injury beatdown-y thing, you're sowing seeds of doubt by going, hey, he might not be able to make it to the match. Or, hey, if he does make it to the match, how's he going to survive this big brute? You'd imagine he is going to survive that big brute and win the match, but hey, they're trying to make you think there's a chance that he won't, which is pretty good storytelling. Also, lest we forget, at Money in the Bank on the 1st of July, Rollins is defending the belt against Finn Balor. So he's got a lot on his plate, kind of kayfabe-wise, defense-wise, and adding another match to that last night would have put even more on it. But yeah, that seems to be why they've done it, I think. Um... I don't see a great problem with that, personally, I think. Uh, yeah, it's kind of annoying when wrestling promotions advertise something and then don't delivering it, don't deliver it, but this was pretty satisfying replacement. And I think it adds a bit more narrative heft to these upcoming matches that Rollins has and is 
hopefully going to have, and we're not going to get to NXT tonight, and the match is off suddenly. That would that that would kind of stink uh, across the board. But hey, what do you guys think? Am I being too kind to this? Am I being uh, not kind enough? to this was this uh, a grand outrage was it the best thing ever let us know down below i think it's just some pretty good storytelling i'm sure the open challenge would have been fun but this was fun too so as someone who likes fun pat sharp anyway let's move over to our next story of the day cm punk more on him um there's been a lot of fallout from that promo that he cut on Collision this week. Coming back to AEW for the first time in nine months. He had a whole bunch to say. Whole bunch of lines in there. Counterfeit bucks. One Bill Phil. You're as soft as the wrestlers you like. All of that stuff. It got people talking. It got some people upset. It got some people fired up. Me and Michael Hamflet. That's not Michael Hamflet. But me and Hamflet on the stream popped huge for some of these lines. Um... And there's been some reports on the backstage reactions so far. I believe the Wrestling Observer's Dave Meltzer reported that a bunch of stuff, like people, people who were addressed in that promo knew it was coming up. PW Insider have actually reported to the contrary uh, overnight and, and, and stated that uh, a lot of it was off the cuff. And while a couple of lines were planned, uh, a bunch of it was just Phil Brooks being Phil Brooks. Uh, however, Fightful Select have come through with an update on this situation. Uh, the Young Bucks, how did they react to being called counterfeit bucks? Aside from updating their Twitter bio. Lighthearted. Wasn't an issue, according to this report here. Uh, some people inquired with them and they were like, yeah, this is a thing. This is a thing. So it sounds like they had a bit of a laugh about it, which is good indeed. Uh, nice to hear, certainly. Now, there is some more updates on here. Uh, Fightful note that people within AEW who were on both sides of this did note Punk removing the little AEW microphone sleeve thing be before he spoke or during when he spoke, uh, which is something he's done in WWE in the past. And yeah, the... the segment did rattle some cages uh, in AEW, but you'd imagine that because it's CM Punk. He, he, the guy breathes and it rattles someone's cage. Um, other people, uh, sorry, some people felt that Punk was just kind of getting out what he needed to get out, just kind of getting some stuff off his chest, while others felt it was a bit hypocritical that he was criticizing for people, people for being soft, in his words, uh, after expressing upset at the way his program with Hangman Page had panned out, which he spoke about in that ESPN interview, which was nowhere near as salacious as we thought it was going to be. Um, but he did speak about not necessarily feeling all that safe uh, in the ring after their various disagreements in that program. Now, non-disclosure agreements are in place that prevent CM Punk, the Young Bucks, and Kenny Omega from talking about what happened after All Out. Uh, that's not the case with Punk and Page. So those guys can theoretically do whatever they want which could lead to some interesting material in the future. And as far as what comes next for Punk, uh, he hasn't been announced yet, but he is currently planned, according to Fightful, for tonight's episode of Dynamite. And AEW is still hopeful of putting together a match between him and Kenta for Forbidden Door, which is somehow this weekend. Wrestling never sleeps and neither does the content. Um, so yeah, CM Punk, a man with a lot on his plate. Boy, oh boy. Um, I'd like to see the Kenta match. I think it's not necessarily something that needs a great deal of build, which is good because we've only got five days or something. Because um, they've been taking shots at each other for ages, specifically Kenta talking about the go to sleep uh, and Punk's appropriation of that move or perceived appropriation, whatever you want to call it. Um, there's some fun stuff to explore for sure. Also, two of the pettiest, grumpiest men alive. Uh, two, two men who I love 
performance-wise. Uh, so I'd really enjoy that match. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Uh, athleticism be damned when you've got men that grumpy and you put them in the ring. It's going to be fun. It's going to be pissy. It's going to be mean and nasty. It's going to be a good time. But there you go. Roundup of the latest update on CM Punk. Uh, and the backstage reaction to him kind of going a bit scorched earth this week on Collision. Before we proceed, I just want to give a little shout out to Big Bad Brody King who tweeted this yesterday in response to uh, Dutch Mantel. Tweet something very dumb. Shout out to Brody King. Gonna let this tweet speak for itself. It's a very good insult at the end there as well. And hey, happy Pride Month to all my very good friends out there. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Let's roll into our next story now, and we're going to talk about Rhea Ripley and her lack of WWE matches. She's not wrestled a whole lot, on television at least, since winning the uh, what was then the SmackDown Women's Championship at WrestleMania. In fact, singles matches, she's clocked only 10 minutes and 3 seconds of ring time since Mania, which is weird in a lot of ways. Now, Fightful Slides have come through with a bit of an update on this. Um, they had inquired with WWE if Rhea's current inactivity was down to her knee issues that she's gone into this year, she's explained. Um, and WWE would neither confirm nor deny that, which I think is weird, frankly. Um, now, what you need to know about this knee issue is that Rhea revealed it in an interview with Ariel Helwani uh, earlier this year, I think it was back in January, where she explained that she's had them all her life and it flared up again actually in her winning performance in the Women's Royal Rumble. I'll just read a quote to you. Uh, I just have knee problems. I've always had them growing up playing soccer. My kneecap just sometimes slides out of place and it sort of goes to the side. That sounds horrible. Uh, sometimes it will go to the very back of my knee. Wow. And I will have to straighten it and it goes back. It happened maybe halfway through, maybe a little bit earlier. Talking about the rumble here. I wasn't too worried because to be honest, the rest of my body was pretty cramped anyway, so I just sort of ignored it. My nose was busted too, so all I could smell was blood. It was everywhere, but I live for this stuff. Yeah, Rhea Ripley's a total badass. I, if my kneecap went even like a centimeter out of place, I would turn into a tub of goo. So fair play to Rhea, that's, that's, she's tough. Um, now, 
Not many singles matches on TV, the last of which was the Natalia squash and Night of Champions. However, Rhea has been pretty active on the house show circuit. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if her activity levels pick up on television after all of this. She's had a couple of mixed tags and trios matches and stuff as well. Um, doesn't sound like there's a huge cause to be alarmed here, but, uh, you know, I'd like to see her wrestle more because she's really awesome and she's been one of the best things in WWE this year. And I think without Rhea, Dominic Mysterio and the Judgment Day in particular, uh, are, are nowhere near as over as they currently are. She's just so sick. But, hey... Let's just wrap this one up by going over story from last night's episode of Raw. Uh, we don't cover a lot of things that happen on Raw on the news video anymore or SmackDown or whatever because uh, we've got ups and downs for that, baby. However, Tommaso Ciampa has been out for the best part of a year and he's back now and I think that's really cool. So I want to shout him out. Uh, he returned on Raw and uh, The Miz came out after the whole Seth Rollins deal that we described earlier. He claimed he was going to answer the open challenge for the world title uh, and then Ciampa came back for the first time and Nine Moms beat his ass in like four minutes, picked up the win in his combat match, got a nice reception as well, which is good to see. Uh, and yeah, Champa's back following some big time rumours on this man, his seemingly imminent comeback, maybe reuniting DIY with Johnny Gargano, Gargano, <laughs> okay, maybe joining the way as part of all of this. Um, he's had a long road to recovery, he shared a bunch of updates, I believe he underwent stem cell treatment for the issues he was dealing with. Tommaso Champa's had some pretty serious injuries in his time uh, in pro wrestling, his body's taken a fair old beating. Obviously, he's quite a physical pro wrestler, and this is a tough business, um, but it's really nasty to hear of people like struggling with these physical issues. It's a reminder of the cost that participating in this sport comes with. So, hey, great to see Tommaso back in action on WWE Raw. Great to see him beating the Miz up. Obviously, the storyline history between those two and uh, the, the narrative they're going with is that Miz didn't contact Champa or speak to him at all while he was out on the shelf, injured, all of that stuff. They'd been associated in the past, so it makes sense for a comeback angle. Good stuff. Nice to have him back. Shoutouts to Maso Champa and shoutouts to you for subscribing. Appreciate that very much. And if you're not subscribing, hey, we do this every day. Click that button. We'll have a good time. Me and the microphone. Uh, let's move over to your questions today. We got these from the YouTube community. Tomorrow's video, we're going to get them from Twitter, so keep an eye on my page for that uh, this evening. However, the first one from the YouTube community today is from Irish Ted 13 who asks, Is it me, or does the Money in the Bank card feel really thrown together this year? Yeah, I know there are injuries to a bunch of people, and two pregnancies have hampered them in getting things lined up properly, uh, but what match so far are you most looking forward to. I don't think it feels thrown together at all, actually. I think it's pretty awesome across the board. Um, I'm generally not the biggest ladder match fan in the world. I'm just a bit burned out on them, to be honest. However, I think the lineups this year are really fresh and interesting. I think the men's one in particular, it's not stacked with main eventers, established level main eventers, which means you're going to have to make one uh, unless you give it to Logan Paul, which would actually be funny, to be fair. Um, and, and I think that's extremely interesting. I think they have the chance to really elevate a bunch of people with that match. And similarly with the women's match, if someone like Zoe Starks comes out of it and wins, that's sick as well. Uh, and then the singles matches, man, Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins is going to be absolutely sensational. Dominic Mysterio and Cody Rhodes can be a troll job par excellent. I think this is a great card across the board. Uh, so I'm really surprised that uh, there's a feeling that it's thrown together. What's going on? Um, as far as what I'm looking forward to most, uh, Finn and... Seth, for sure. Just from a quality standpoint, and also now they've established uh, the story 
uh, that they can tell here, not just with Balor being a former Universal Champion and losing that belt really miserably, um, but also now the injury stuff they did on Raw. The beatdown. They can further that in the ring. Also, Seth's got to go through Braun tonight. That's really cool. That's just good pro wrestling storytelling. And I think uh, that the build to this pay-per-view has been really great. So maybe maybe I'm... I, am I too positive these days? Do you want me to bury stuff? Let me know in the comment section below. I'm not going to bury stuff because I don't find that fun, to be honest. Um, although it has to be done sometimes, let's be honest. Let's move over and talk uh, about Brian Saunders. 7160 has been on. Good morning, legends. And Eel. Yeah, he's not a legend. Don't, don't give him that credit. Shout outs. Uh, do you think that Mr. Punk will get booed eventually? I personally think it will be a mixed bag. Have a great day, dudes. Yeah. I, it'll be really interesting to view CM Punk's crowd reactions once AEW gets out of Chicago. Obviously, they're in Chicago again on Wednesday. That's tomorrow for for Dynamite. So, you, you guy's not really going to get booed in his hometown, is he? Very few wrestlers as synonymous with where they are from as CM Punk is. So, it's going to be really fun to gauge. Um, I do think he's going to get a sizable volume of booze. I think you're right, though. I think it'll be mostly mixed. I think a lot of people have taken a side and they're sticking to their side and this is my team and the other team is evil in this whole CM Punk elite crossover thing. And I understand it. That's just how people interact with, with stuff these days. Um, personally, I'm kind of right in the middle. I enjoy both of their work and I really like love what each of them brings to the table and kind of like the chaos as well to be honest so yeah i think it'll be mixed but i do think there'll come a time when they probably want to turn punk heel obviously you need to get out of chicago before you do that but fun stuff to explore for sure punk hasn't been in a heel uh in the AEW yet so could be pretty great if you ask me pretty excellent and our final question comes from shane miller 9619 uh really simple one here but a few people asked about the bloodline so here's a question uh how do you guys feel about the whole bloodline situation i feel like wwe is doing a great job and should keep it up it makes me feel all warm and fuzzy in my tum tum bit across over there shout out simon miller uh yeah i think it's excellent i think it's tremendous um it's it it's a kind of thing that spoke, sparks like a lot of passionate responses in people, for sure. And for WWE to have something like that, and for it to have kind of continued for so long, for it to be so over, and for these segments to routinely spike ratings numbers and draw people in and everything, that's really awesome. Because for a long time, uh, under you know Vince McMahon's iron grip, they didn't really have stuff like this that people were rallying around and people felt passionate about. Um, you, you go back in the career of Roman Reigns, which is really appropriate here, uh, pre-2020, the babyface run, the 2015 Royal Rumble, and everything that came after that and before it as well, and them trying to kind of force this guy uh, to where we are today is quite remarkable. So nothing but applause from me for how they've handled this whole thing. Everything is extremely over. The big moments, people throw words around like cinema around for a reason. It's because that's how they feel about it. Um, and whether you think that's an appropriate descriptor or not, I think AW, AW? I think WWE deserve commendation for just how popular this is, how successful it's been. It's been a complete objective success for the company. Me, personally, would I have had Cody Rhodes win at Mania? Yeah, I would. But guess what? They made that decision, it was two months ago, and I don't think there's much point harping on it now. Um, what we've had since then has been pretty damn good. Uh, I cannot wait to see what happens with these two sides at Money in the Bank and afterwards, in fact. 
We've still got the Solo Sokoa stuff to cross as well. One day he's going to turn his back on Roman too, and that opens up all kinds of interesting possibilities. But you know what else is an interesting possibility? Checking out the video that's on your screen right now. If you like this one, you're going to love that one too. Thank you so much for joining me today. See you later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 